Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Okay guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back. All the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated, literally it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and, and giving you the, this master tool that's truly going to help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Well, hello, Miss Jules. How are you? Well, hello, Miss Rhonda. Happy hump day and happy ha- new year. Yeah, happy new year, hump day. Ooh, hump it's day. Bad, good. Bad and good, I guess. I don't know, but it's good to be back. Okay, it's so <laughs> good. The mic. So dedicated. We're taking a day off to record because that's how we knew it was hump day and we needed to talk to you guys. We needed to talk. It's a new year. It's a new year. We need to all start fresh. And Jules, you made this fabulous post about um, the like a new year dental assistance everywhere set small goals, the five things a dental assistant, a dental assistant wants in 2020. Yes. And like, it was the most powerful thing. Like that thing was a wildfire on the internet. It went so far, so fast because it resonates with all of us. It did. I did. And I think (sighs) over the last year, we've noticed that these five things always stand out. Yes. It's always talked about. It's always on the dental assistant's mind. And so this year, I think we should focus on these things and how to exactly um, overcome them. Yes, I, I completely agree because what was really neat um, is just that it, it's the one thing that we all have in common. You know, mm-hmm. everybody wants to pick on their differences. Oh, you're certified, you're registered, you're on the job trained, your, you know, expanded functions, like at the end of the day, we are all the same. Right. Yep. Sure. 
we're all dental assistants. No matter how we got here, we're all dental assistants. We're all providing the same type of care, just like the nurses across the country are. A registered nurse is a registered nurse. They just might work in ortho or they just might work in the cancer section. So it's the same for us. We're all dental assistants. We just might work in different areas and have different educational levels. I mean, there's nurses that have BSNs and there's nurse practitioners now. And so it's just, we, all these five things that <clears throat> I came up with and was thinking about that all our forums talk about over and over again. Yes. So now I think it's time to implement how we can keep those five things in our pocket and, and refer to them when we get frustrated. Yeah, like and give- the five things we want like real life strategies and tips on how to implement it. You know, it's one thing to want something, but it's something totally different when you don't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the first thing on the list we can talk about was we want to be respected. But I think it first starts with ourselves and we have to respect ourselves, what we want out of our career, what we want out of our home life, and how we treat others. And I think if we respect people the way we want to be treated, it'll get reciprocity maybe. I don't know. Maybe get it in return. But sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it's hard for us not to walk away and be angry. And when you're, you know, you're not respected by your doctor or your teammates, and then you get a chip on your shoulder and then you get an attitude and then you don't respect them. And that's hard. It's hard to maintain. Right. Right. Well, I mean, that's where that whole thing is. Everybody says, I'm just a dental assistant. You know, it's the, these years of compound of, of people not feeling like they've been respected. So they start to think of themselves as less than. Right. And that's when you hear that, that verbiage, I'm just a dental assistant. Yep. And we're not. We provide a lot of valuable assets to the practice and to ourselves and to our patients and to our doctor and our team and, and everybody we surround ourselves with. But it's the fact that we, you know, we have to start with the respect and we have to stand up. So, I mean, if someone is not respecting you, then it's not okay and you need to say something because maybe in turn that person will stop and start respecting you. Yeah. Because so maybe they feel like they, just can take advantage of you. So they don't respect you for not standing up for yourself. Yep. It's so not true. Okay. There's a lot of people, especially um, in our profession that they do, I wouldn't say prey on the weak, but they do like to see those strong qualities in people so that they can respect them on a totally different level. It's just weird. Yep. I don't know if that's just their IQ or just the, the standard of people in general, but they do that. Like you have got to stand your ground. You know, you don't have to have a strong will to where you like, you know, are mean, <laughs> but you right. just don't say, Hey, I'll roll over and do as you ask. If you know, mm -hmm. you want me to compromise my own self-worth or, uh, okay. morals, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I want you to educate me and I want to be the best for you, but you also have to give me the same kind of respect that I'm giving you. Do unto others as you would have done unto you, right? Right. Absolutely. And it even goes for ourselves in forums. I mean, some of the forums, I think we can, it's okay to have an opinion, but we also have to respect other people's opinion. And, 
you know, it's not easy. And sometimes when, you know, people say off colored things, you kind of want to jump in there and kind of say off colored things back, but it's not okay. It's their opinion. And that's where we have to respect that. So in the forums, you just, you know, I think we need to start respecting each other as what we have to bring to the conversation. So the next one is to feel valued. I feel like every day that we should feel valued. It's very important that, you know, our bosses, our teammates, our patients, you know, thank us for what we do. We thank them for being there and the value that we have to bring chairside. And, and, you know, we have to find that within ourselves that we are valued. Yep. Well, I mean, that, that encompasses so much too, because a lot of people equate value with finances. Right. You know, so they like, well, Susie over here is making $2 more an hour. Um, I'm going to jump ship and go over there. <laughs> right. But what if you work for a doctor who's literally like every day praising you and giving you encouragement and taking you to CE and investing you in other ways? Like you have to understand that is value. Like if my doctor says, hey, Rhonda, let's go to the CE because I really want right. to help you learn about this. That's value to me. Like they value yeah. me so much that they're going to help me learn. And I think, and I, for myself, value is not a monetary thing. It's not what's in my bank account. It is what fuels my soul to go back to the place I'm working at and to work with the people I'm working with and the patients that I see. If you don't feel valued, why would you want to roll out of bed in the morning and go to work? Yeah. And work for that. You can go anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can go anywhere and make money and be happy at it, but you need to feel valued to go do it first of all. Yeah. So and, and I think others and how you can show that you value others is, you know, thank you for doing that. And, oh, great. I got that. Or, you know, showing them a little bit of kindness and that you appreciate the value that they bring into your life also. Yep. You're not just a warm body to people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Now to be treated equally, Ugh. you know, we got the rank in the office, you know, it's the doctor, then the hygienist, and then the front desk, because, you know, they schedule the patients and collect the money. And trust me, I've been there and still there parts of the day. And then there's us. You know, I don't think any other team member should be above another team member. I think we all play a special role. And then we all have the right place. You know, it's kind of like the food chain in, the, in life, right? We all play a certain role in the, in the environment that's what these animals do out there in the wilderness. They all have their special role. None is better than the other because uh, you can't survive without one, you know, right? Yeah. It's like the ecosystem. So like, in our environment, mm -hmm. right. I was not knowing what I was talking about. You with said food chain, but I picked up ecosystem. Like that's where <laughs> my head went. Food chain, whatever. But like you have to have environment oxygen <laughs> and all the carbon yeah. dioxide and, and like all the elements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you think about it, our environment, we, we can't survive without the dentist. Okay. That's a fact. He's the one that has the license that runs the place, owns the place. Um, we can't survive without the hygienist because they care for the teeth. They help us diagnose. They help put warm butts in our chair. So if they're not there, then our chairs will be empty on the dentist side. The front office 
Not every assistant wants to know about insurance and collect money and talk money with patients. So they provide that special role that they get to schedule and they get to talk money and learn about insurance and help the patient with that process. And then there's us that help with the clinical process. So, I mean, without us, the dentist could fumble through his way, right? Chair side. Yep. You know, um, rooms might get cleaned. Maybe the front desk would come back and help. So, I mean, we all play that special role. So it's just finding the fit where we belong, I think. Yeah. And the more you realize how big of a piece you are to the puzzle, and I think that comes from, you know, just realizing the contributions you actually put towards that practice being right. the shape that it's at, um, you get it. Like, even if it's not given to you directly from other team members, like, right. you know, just and, the pride that you have. And trust me, I do know that there are many, many dental assistants out there that are overworked and underpaid and they are kind of like the Cinderella of the offices, yeah. you know, where, you know, the, the stepsisters are the hygienist in the front desk and they're kind of told and pushed around and that's not okay. And if that's happening in your office, then this is your year to find an office that that doesn't happen in. Cause that can be wearing and that can make you not love this profession or this, you know, love your career. Cause who wants to go to a job that they don't love every day, you know? Nope. So they shouldn't. Uh, next I said to learn more we can never know enough right never we don't know it all um, I am not an expert by any means I don't know it all I know expertise in some areas some things but I don't know it all I can't say I'm an expert dental assistant I still got to learn a lot about airway you know, like Rhonda, she's a, a guru in that stuff. I, don't, I just listen to her. Or an addict. I mean, everybody has their own term. <laughs> she's an airway addict. <laughs> <I'm> an airway <laughs> addict. <laughs> an airway addict. But, the, you know, I have an ortho certification. Am I expert in it? No. But am I good chair side? Absolutely. You know, so I think there's room for us to learn more. And I think our doctors have to give us, when they they get frustrated at things we don't know. It's because they haven't taught us. They are the teachers. We are the students. And that's how I feel it should be. That if you want to do better chair side or no more chair side, that we need to know as much as you do to help you. Yes. So it's very, always been very important to me that, you know, I know as much as the doctor and I'm not going to know everything, but if you go to an implant course, and then you come back and you spit the stuff back out at your assistant, it's not the way you took it in. It's totally different. So yep. sometimes it, it's good for the, the assistant to go to the course with you or you to sit down and educate your assistant on what you learned so they can be just as good as you with just not the degree on the wall. Yep. Hey, I got a fun story. So like if my doctor goes um, to like a CE and I can't go, she, mm -hmm. if there's like, I know a lot of the conferences are doing Dropbox files. So as uh -huh. soon as she gets there and gets the Dropbox file, she sends it to me. Yeah. And so I, I'm not working. I mean, I'm not getting that lecture part of it, but I'm, I'm getting all the information she's getting so that when she comes back, we can collaborate and talk about it. And, and there's tons of, ways and that's free. Me. Like yeah, my dentist didn't have free. to pay a single thing to Dropbox me the file. Hopefully that's legal. I don't know if anybody listening says it's bad. Pretend I didn't <laughs> it say it. Legal. 
Um, she share who that was. I'm not out there lecturing on it, you know? Um, and, you know, you might not get the speed of it, but you're still learning. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she realizes the value. Guy. Yep. Yeah. And don't learn something just because you get CE. Learn it because it's going to help you be better chair side. Yep. And you are going to know more, you know, and be able to do more to get more. So, you know, just there's tons of ways to learn things. There's free avenues. Um, there's free classes online. There's articles to read. There is always something you can do to, you know, you can watch YouTube videos, you know, there's always something you can learn, learn more about at a, might not even cost you anything. So all education doesn't cost, you know, so, you know, you say, Oh, I can't, you know, afford to educate because it, Cost. No, there's lots of free resources out there. Lots. Yep. And lots. and if that's your excuse, that's exactly what it is, guys. It's an excuse. Mm-hmm. You're either telling yourself you don't need to know it, or you will want to know it maybe some other time. But right now, you'd rather watch Netflix. Or I mean, it's, it comes down to if you really want it, if you want that information, you'll find a way to get it, regardless of how many obstacles are in your way. Yep. And I am. I'm sometimes a slacker on my CE. And then I spend a couple days, hours cramming it all in. Purging or you know? binging? Binging. <laughs> Purging is the opposite of what you yes. binge. Binging. <laughs> binging on my CE. You know, because I feel like, oh, I got all these conferences. And sometimes I go to the class or, you know, and, and forget to get the CE certificate. And so, you know, just know what you need to know. Or if you want to work towards learning more so that you can be get your DMB or get your state license. There are tons of help out there and pathways. I mean, if you're listening and you're in New York state and you want to know how to get from being non-certified or it's not certified anymore, so you're registered <laughs> to being registered, then hit me up and I can tell you, yeah. you know, because it's important for you to go somewhere in your career. I think. So, yeah. Yeah. A little career letter. Nobody wants to be stagnant and how do you love something if you don't constantly evolve? I cannot imagine like that movie Groundhog's Day, like that drove that poor dude nuts. Like every day it was over and over the same things. And then what did he do? He spiced it up. He came up with like ideas to make it fun or save people or, you know, do good. Mm-hmm. Like just think of Groundhog's Day <laughs> when you are worried, you know, you don't have any kind of drive to, to learn more or do more. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the last one was to earn a living wage. <sighs> We're going to get so there. hard. Mm-hmm. It is. And I feel all those dental assistants out there that I think this is the number one is they just want to be able to live on what they bring home a week or every two weeks. Right. Yep. And you're frozen. Are you unfrozen? I'm okay. unfrozen. Okay. <laughs> not the movie, people. Not the movie. <laughs> but earning a living wage is, you know, at least way above, you know, minimum wage, obviously. But I, and it varies from state to state, right? Yep. So I think people have to figure out, you know, what they would need. And I'm not talking an extravagant lifestyle, okay? Not, you know, having a Tesla or Maserati in the driveway, 
I mean, that's living with outside your means, but you know, having a nice, decent car to drive back and forth to work and food on your table or rent or whatever floats your boat, but being able not to get live paycheck to paycheck, basically. Yes. We want to earn a living wage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, where we can plan for retirement. You know, John talks tons about finances and, and retirement and how to plan. And if anybody wants to know how to reach out and talk to him on how to plan for retirement, because he's really good at it. So, you know, you have to meet with a financial advisor. You know, they might tell you some things that you need to change or do so that you are able to live on your wage and on your paycheck. Yep. You know, because most of us work two jobs if not more, (laughs) unless you have a spouse that's, you know, Uh, Johnny breadwinner or Janie breadwinner. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, here's what I know is, um, like I said, a lot of dental assistants are just like the typical healthcare providers. We're not really doing it for the money at the end of the day. You know, we're doing it for the chance to help people and to stay in the clinical field so that we can do that. In the setting that we have, and 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 it, it, we are such a rare group of people. Honestly, like, I think we have so many commonalities with each other, and we don't even realize it. Like, I talk to so many people that are not in the dental field, and they're like, "Ugh, how could you be in people's mouths? Like, ugh, I can't imagine getting spit on my fingers." And I'm like, "Dude, like these, you, know, we are a special set of people that want to mm-hmm. do this, and we don't want to." Right. You know, hinder our lives as far as financial wise and, and what we can and can't do with our lives because we, you know, you've right. got to find balance. And that's how we lose so many dental assistants. Like we lose, you know, so many dental assistants because they, they just said, you know what, I'm tired of working this hard and not getting any money for, you know, the amount of effort I put in. I'm going to go over here and sell real estate or whatever else that, that, that brings in more income. Yeah. And it, and it's the sad part of it is that the doctor just realized by paying them, say the average dental assistant works 32 hours a week and they just need $2 more an hour. It's only $64 a week. But it makes a huge difference to us. Minus taxes, they're probably going to be, they're going to be bringing home 50 extra dollars a week, which is $200 a month. But that $200 can help them be more financially stable, you yeah. know? That's so. the extra gas money, the extra grocery bill, the, mm-hmm. you know, the speeding ticket. If you get one trying to get to work on time, <laughs> 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 but it's that yeah. nest egg where we don't have to go to those cash check places and, you know, just, you know, can't go out to lunch with our friends at, you know, the hygienist go to lunch. They're like, do you want to come? We're like, no, nah, I can't. We got six mm-hmm. more days till payday. You know, and it's, and it's, and I know mainly it's in our profession where we're, we're underpaid and we're not paid to basically have a living wage and where we could live on our own. So where we could just work one job, not guarantee a spouse, you know, but there are offices that don't pay their teams fairly. You know, it's just not the assistance. It's the front office, it's the hygienist and, you know, it's, they just don't pay us fairly enough. Yeah. And that's the sad part about it. Yeah. And I mean, all of this, it all adds like, okay, so all five of those items connect, Mm -hmm. they're interwoven. 
Like you can't have one without the other. You can't expect one without the other. You can't, you know, like that's what I think it resonated with so many dental assistants because of that, because they're all interwoven. And that's why when I came up with it, I was like, I can't put living wage first because that's the only thing people would see first, right? They would stop there and not read the rest because that is the most thing is they want to make more money. And I get that, trust me. But I think there's other things that encompass us that will make more money if we have the four other things in the circle. Yeah. That completes the circle. So we just have to work on it. So I came up with a, a little thing that they could work on that the, my thing, you know, how like last year was know your worth. Yep. Right. So this year I want to have a short little saying and the word of the year is going to be have a Drum roll. Wait, no, no, don't do that. Okay. Okay. Now you say the thing. Okay. So. The word of the year is have a plan. What is a plan? Plan has four letters in it. So a plan is a purpose. What is your purpose, right? In your practice or path. You want to use the word path? Fine, but it has to begin with P. Purpose or path. So. Write down your purpose or your path where you want to go. Next, leadership. Have good leadership skills, right? Be the leader. Be the leader in your ring. Be the leader in your area. Be the leader with your team, whatever it is, okay? Next, accountability. Be accountable for your actions. Yes. Including your mistakes. Yes. Everything that encompasses your learning. Be accountable for your respect. Be accountable for your living wage. Be accountable for anything that you do. Be accountable. Okay? Last, never give up. Never give up. So this year is have a plan with a purpose, some leadership, accountability, and never give up. I That's love it. it. That's it for this year. It is so doable. It is so doable. So write that on a sticky, put it on a magnet, have it in your car, put it as your screensaver. Every day you start to doubt yourself or you don't feel like you know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. revert back to your plan. Knock out something every week. What do I want to get good at this week? Mm -hmm. Even if it's day by day, take one day at a time. You know, 2020 is your year to, you know, clarify where you want to go with your, with your career. Maybe you decide that dental assisting really isn't for you, and that's okay. Maybe you decide the office you're in really isn't for you, and that's okay. Remember, this is your life and nobody else's. That's what we have to realize. Yeah, because nobody wants to to have a career where they're not happy. No. If if you're not happy and you take this plan and you put it into action and you realize that even with that uh, recipe, you're still not happy, then reevaluate, period, and not. Yep, reevaluate. So. Uh, man, well, happy man. freaking new year. That was happy new year, man. Awesome. Let's do this. <laughs> we are going to rock so hard. And we are looking for our subjects. Remember, we always pull posts from Dental Assistance Wide Worldwide Group. 
So if you don't want to share your question or concern out there, we can share it for you and talk about it and put it on our podcast weekly of getting over the hump. Right. Right. And there are no silly questions. There are no stupid questions. Nope. There are no things that we, I mean, collectively 40 something years, what it was 50 years, I guess, of, of exposure to I'm getting old. <laughs> a little, <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, but it's true. Like we've literally seen a lot of stuff and history repeats itself, guys. If you feel like you're alone or this has never happened, I can almost guarantee you some version of it has happened. And yeah. the only way for you to realize how to evolve out of it or over it or through it is to share it. Share it and we support it. So, I mean, we've talked to everything from, you know, being fired to sexual harassment. I mean, there are so many topics in dental assisting that's happened to at least one of us that we can all grow from and learn from. So it's really important that we just keep putting yourself out there to share and to learn, you know? Yep. Yep. I tell you, if we start expecting more of each other, the dentists are going to start expecting more of us. And then there's this cascade of events that's going to happen, guys. And it's going to be huge. I truly believe that. And Um, this year is the first year that we're going to really hit it hard, guys. Show your dentist how rock star you are. And I mean, we're going to just blow up, <laughs> especially with the newer generation dentists. They're going to have, we're going to set that bar so high that when they try to That's hire right. a dental assistant that is fresh out of school, like they're going to have their standards so high. I mean, we're going to be like, it's going to be epic. And if you're fresh out of school, we can help you. Yes. Don't give up. I was reading too about you know, I haven't had a job. I haven't gotten a job yet. It's out there. The right practice is out for you, out for you. It's, it's out there just, yeah. you know, or work for the wrong practice for a little while. Shoot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Getting a little right. bit of, you know, scar tissue under your belt, just so that you know how good you have it when you get it good. Absolutely. <laughs> Cause it's a job Absolutely. And, and there are no, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, as long as you're protecting your mental health, it's all a learning opportunity. What right. I do like, what I don't like you know, what can this place offer me that I know has a finite amount of time, you know, like knowing I have an end goal and mm-hmm. this may, you know, just like be reasonable about it. Don't give up. Um, and, and, and don't, like you said, you're not a tree, you know, it, it means to an end. There is, there is. Ah, well, happy well, new year. Happy, happy new, new year. year to all the dental assists out there and share our podcast refer it to a friend, a fellow dental assistant, you know, we're all doing this together guys. We're like, all in it together. That's right. And this is going out a little bit later at night. Um, you know, cause it was a holiday. So we did take a little bit of the day off cause Jules that's had right. to go work on that stinking awesome tooth. <laughs> what is it called? A tooth or the dental, the dental, the dental cabinet cabinet. That's the actual name dental of it. Like cabinet. when somebody said, Hey, I want to buy this and it's called a dental cabinet. Yes, it's a dental cabinet. You guys go check it out on YouTube and she's she's like I'm rehabbing um, it. It's the right project. <laughs> it my is son. so I'm rehabbing it with my son. I think he's done more work than I've had on it, so he's all into it. So it's cute. I love it. It's so cool. It's like it's like a you know, kind of taking us back to hit through history. You know, before I probably, probably have blood poisoning, so I'm my episode 
those might be limited to sleep. <laughs> but nonetheless, Just she's going to still try and document so that we can <laughs> go along the journey with her. <laughs> Let Peyton know. Oh, well, everybody have an amazing hump day and amazing 2020. And we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Happy New Bye. Year. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.